us, to us. Truly a major milestone. <laughs> Celebration. Yes. Of us, of us. Here's what we're going to do. Gonna shake off the cobwebs and limber up. And stretch it out and do plenty of Pilates. Cause tonight, tonight we're gonna suck our own dicks. Oh, the stars are out tonight. Howard Cosell here with, uh, and of course I am Brendan. <laughs> Ghost of Howard Cosell here, because he died years ago. <laughs> <gasps> Way to start this on a down note. Usually the immemorium goes in the middle, Nathan. <laughs> well, this is a very special night. Yes, yes, very, very special. Um, and we should know this is the first award show of awards season because a lot of them are delayed due to the ongoing uh, health crisis. We but were we, always first, anyways. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt this time because at least now they have an excuse for why they're taking so long. Mm, yeah. So you know, we on time, on, on time. time. That's us, reliable. We, I could see, um, much like the WWE Thunderdome, we have everyone on monitors here in the crowd. Thankfully, there are no members of the Ku Klux Klan or any beheadings. Uh, I'm going to tell you this to us about live. Thunderdome. I am, I am just past it completely. I am beyond Thunderdome. I just <laughs> my madness with it is absolutely maxed out. Um, I, I, it's. it's Every time I go to watch it, it's like walking down some sort of furious road, you know, and it's it's a fight to get there. I'm like some sort of warrior of the road, <laughs> just trying to get through. Or of the, the Lost week. World. What? Or or a warrior <laughs> of the Lost World. Oh, it's not a Mad Max movie. Nope, but it's a Mad Max ripoff. Okay, that's fair. You know what? We're we're already behind uh, mm. schedule uh, presenting these awards here tonight. So, uh, uh, Brendan and I would like to welcome all of you uh, to the fourth annual Manos Handouts. Yes, some some fine prestigious awards to some classy <laughs> folks are going to be handed out today tonight. Oh, and Nathan, I think it goes without saying that everyone here tonight is a winner. Absolutely. I mean, even the uh, you know bottom of the barrel dreg dredging losers that are here are also winners. <laughs> Looking at you, the vanilla, <laughs> vanilla ice. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that's a blanket statement. I just want to you know you can edit it in later. Um, whoever's hot at the time, and then we'll make more money. So we're revenue. looking at you, John Travolta. <laughs> Looking at you, Zoe Deschanel. There we go. See, Mark Wahlberg. You can change lots them of all opportunities. Around. Yeah, yeah. We can switch them up like they do with the the some of the Simpsons shows when they do them regionally. <laughs> Nathan, we got to get the show up and running, and we do. I think you're. I guess you're going to bring out a presenter now that because we're starting with a big category. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We are. We are. Okay. So who do we got? Uh, to present well, this we're category? starting out big tonight. Uh, the, we're going to have the first. Uh, category to be uh, presented this evening is the worst actor in all the movies that we've covered in the in the last year or so um and so to present uh the worst actor award uh is a man who could have claimed this uh for his part in uh, jack and jill ladies and gentlemen al pacino <laughs> Hoo-ah! al pacino here worst actor 
I don't know anything about this category. I have always been subdued and limited. Okay. Is this what I'm supposed to read? Yeah, that, yes, yeah, that's that is absolutely what you're supposed to read, Matt, Mister. What is this written in Greek? No, no, uh, English uh, standard font, Times New Roman, I think. The nominees are for worst actor: Henry Cavill's invisible mustache in the Justice League. Everyone in Fateful Findings. New York cop guy in McBain. That could have been me. It could have been. Mark Wahlberg in The Happening could have been me. Mm. John Travolta in The Fanatic. John Leguizamo in The Happening. Dr. Phil in Medea Goes to Jail. Didn't even know he was an actor. And Vanilla Ice in Cool as Ice. Can I have the envelope, please? The winner is Vanilla Ice, cool as ice. Hua. Yo, what, what, word to your mother? I loved you in Outbreak, yo. Okay, I'd like to to thank everyone uh, for the opportunity to be here tonight and accept uh, the best actor in a movie uh, for everything that I did for this movie. I feel that I really was the best actor uh, in the whole thing. Uh, when you get right down to it, uh, you know uh, it took it was it was a it was a it was a you know a group effort to what's that what worst actor yo worst. A- Worst, oh, come on, man. You, you talking about Henry Cavill's mustache is an Oscar caliber performer. You put me in this. This is this is the best. No, I said, yo, I'm out. I'm at word to your mother. Man, he just took off on his dirt bike. Well, I mean, I think he was a tad confused as to what uh, what what um, category that was. I don't think we should have allowed him to bring that into the uh, into the theater, though. He wrapped it out a bit, uh, yeah. but at least it's a street bike, so it it, it wasn't so so loud and obnoxious. It was just more whiny and shrill, kind of like him. Well, I mean, congratulations to Vanilla Ice, our first winner of the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still going to keep it big here. We got another big award coming up. Uh, since we did Worst Leading Actor, we're going to do Worst Lead Actress. Okay. And here to present this award is one of the finest actresses of our generation, of any generation ladies and gentlemen there's only one choice for sophie to make here mrs meryl streep <laughs> hello yes i'm so happy to be here presenting uh the the worst actress award uh a uh, an award i certainly would never be up for <laughs> So, um, uh, the, the nominees in this category are all fine women. Uh, they just made some uh, poor career choices at that time. <clears throat> um, e- everyone in, in Fateful Findings. My, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a lot of people. Um, uh, Kim Basinger in Cool World. Uh, she, she should have dished out on that one in, uh, and not been forced to make it like they did with uh, My Stepmother was an Alien. Anyhow, uh, Zoe Deschanel uh, in The Happening. Hilary Duff uh, in from The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Uh, the late Anna Nicole Smith. From Skyscraper, 
Kristen Dunst um, Spider-Man, uh, Megan Fox in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. My goodness, this is a list. Um, and and finally, uh, am I reading? Is my reading this right? Mm, yes. Is yeah. Is, is him? Yeah, that's correct, Mister. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bob Hoskins as Ginger Spice in Spice World. <laughs> oh, what a what a delightful rabble you have here. Okay, well, uh, for, <laughs> um, well, the winner is <laughs> Hilary Duff uh, in The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Oh my God! Thank you so much. Um, it just all of this just makes me wonder. Like, what if me winning this award tonight was like predetermined? for a purpose like what if we were all supposed to be here on this night for this ceremony it was all leading to something start playing the dorgo music it was all the stage it was all no this is my night this is my night thank you um so i want to thank uh lizzie mcguire uh, that isn't that the character she plays? It is the character she plays. She's thanking herself. I think she's losing her mind. Yes, get, get, I want to thank Shia LaBeouf for doing the movie Honey Boy. What? You you weren't in that. And um, just you know, believe in your future. And, and uh, oh, oh, ah! oh my god. <sighs> <laughs> well, I, hey, she didn't call that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, Hillary Duff was not harmed. Don't worry, guys. Oh, she's yeah, she's okay. She's <laughs> so okay. Uh, Haley, um, however, <laughs> I I don't know anything about the celebrity <laughs> lives. Um, so uh, pushing on here, uh, get past that that train wreck. Um, the we're moving on to brighter. Uh, faster people who were really, really doing their absolute level best uh, to to uh, to get a movie uh, along, and so uh, we are going to have the uh, I'm trying to save this thing award, um, and uh, to present this award um, is actually I believe a past uh, nominee, and I believe the winner, uh, Dave Foley's penis, everyone, uh, Dave Foley's penis. He says, welcome. These are the nominees. Thomas Hayden Church for Spider-Man. Gal Gadot for Justice League. Ezra Miller for Justice League. WrestleMania hat from McBain. Oh, oh, sorry. I had something in my throat. Oh, okay. I don't know why. I just... Oh. Stop mm. using the Morse code to communicate. Uh, we left off at WrestleMania hat for McBain. Oh, sorry. Yes, uh, it, it is. Dave Foley's I, uh, penis, ladies and gentlemen. So, sorry? A, a Dave Foley's penis, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, uh, yeah, yes, of course. It is I, David Foley's penis. Um, if I can continue, please. I, I do apologize. I um, uh, Also nominated for this wonderful award is Betty Buckley from The Happening, uh, Clancy Brown from Pet Cemetery 2, uh, Will Arnett from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh! Oh, so oh, Milos, can you clean that up? That'd be great. Oh, yeah, you, That's, you might, yes, it's, it's you, quite viscous. You might want to... Hmm. Maybe wear, gloves, wear, wear some gloves, yeah, and get yourself tested afterwards. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. I do that. Thank you. I, I, get, I get gloves. Linda Cardellini from The Curse of La Llorona. 
Sarah Jessica Parker from Striking Distance. We'll talk about lists. Meryl wasn't wasn't joking. <laughs> Barry Bostwick's Bulge from Megaforce. Hmm. I can tell you a thing or two about that. Uh, Gene Simmons from Never Too Young to Die and the entire cast of Silent Hill. Wow. Whoever wins this, is, it's going to be a prestigious one. And the winner is uh, the WrestleMania hat from McBain. Ooh, yeah. That's right. I was trying to save that thing because it was terrible too terrible to smell too bad to well i don't know what i'm saying i'm coked up from all the residue from the 80s Ooh yeah but i'd like to thank steve from the american ninja movies who couldn't be with us who absolutely wore me like nobody's business in that movie take it wow that was thank you thank you very much and uh, David Foley's penis, um, just pick up your bags on the way out. We just put them there for you. Just <laughs> I thought he had them with him the whole time. Uh, well, I mean, they were pretty far from him. He is getting older, so okay. I mean, it's understandable. Well, it does happen, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's great. We finally gave out a positive reward. See, we're about positivity just as much mm-hmm. as anything else. Surprised the other penis didn't win this year. <laughs> There's always next year. Maybe Barry Bostwick's bulge can present to another penis. Possibly, possibly. We'll see we if don't we can know. get him Listen, on the line. We'll try to squeeze some more penis movies in. We'll see what we can do. Um, yep. well, well, Nathan, our next award is quite the opposite from saving this thing. Uh-huh. Um, this is the Dead Behind the Eyes Award. Mm-hmm. This is a an award where you know there's not there's not a whole lot going on whether we like the the uh, the nominee or not uh, because there are a few instances obviously where uh, these are otherwise good actors okay maybe one instance is <laughs> an otherwise good actor that's just there's just nothing there um, yeah. and here to present this award is the king of the dead behind the eyes uh, ladies and gentlemen the charismatic enigma Jai Courtney. Hey guys. Uh, hey, it's great to have you. So, it's good to be here. Okay, you, you, uh, here's your list. Thanks. No problem. So, oh, the lights are dimming in here. Mm. So, uh, the the nominees for uh, the Dead Behind the Eye award are as follows. Uh, Mala from the Star Wars Holiday Special. Uh, Meg Foster from They Live. Neil Breen of uh, Hateful Findings. Uh, Zo- Zoe Deschanel uh, for The Happening. And uh, finally, uh, Megan Fox for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wow. And uh, the the winner is Neil Breen, Faithful Findings. Thank you. Thank you. But my work is not done. Because after tonight, I continue to scour the internet for any hidden war or famine that the government is trying to cover up buzzword buzzword carbon matter 
Steel Magnolias. What the fuck? Is, it, was, is, he, is he promoting QAnon right now? Pretty Woman. These are all movies I admire from filmmakers I inspire. I would just like to say 12 other things. Thank you. Oh, oh, he just he just wanted to say the actual sentence 12 other things. I think so. He's he, I mean if you think about it, it's a pretty good joke. It's a pretty, pretty <laughs> yeah. clever guy. Yeah, yeah, some a bit a little frustrating uh, at times. Um it's kind of interesting that uh, we had uh, two people back to back um with uh, less charisma than Joe Para. Yes, thanks, Jai. You really, uh, I, like I said, you really uh, took the light out of this room. <laughs> wow, our normally silent crowd just coming to life for Jai Courtney there. <laughs> Lit up the room, man. Holy. Wow. Maybe we're oh. wrong about him. I don't know. Okay. Oh, you guys are quiet until now, huh? Okay. Well, well <laughs> let's reevaluate Terminator Genesis in the future because there's another award coming up. Yes, yes, there is. Um, in fact, uh, this one um, is, uh, it's, uh, I believe this is the, uh, what is it, the Stout Michael Bay category here. It's uh, the Michael Bay Award most unnecessary for explosions. most unnecessary explosions, yes. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, so here to present the award for the Michael Bay Most Unnecessary Explosions in a Movie, ladies and gentlemen, Eugene Levy. I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> this is a this is a funny joke. Uh, I mean, huh, explosions. I don't know. Uh, looks like I'm really uh, up shit's creek. Um, so most unnecessary explosions. Okay, here we go. Uh, oh, hey, armed and dangerous. I was in that one uh, with the late John Candy, uh, uh, McBain. Hmm. Striking Distance, Mega Force, and, uh, oh, would you look at that skyscraper? Okay, let's just take a look here. Oh, wow. So the winner is, uh, Mega Force. Accepting the award for Mega Force is Barry Bostwick's Bulge. <clears throat> yeah, um, feel like I was, um, Feel like I was a little left out of that uh, other category there. Pretty sure I was the one doing his level best to save that movie, and way, way more than anybody else in any of those other movies. Fight me on it. Uh, but on behalf of the entire cast of Mega Force, but mostly me, because I did everything to save that movie. Thank you. Fuck you. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm, I'm going to party with lots of cocaine. That's what I thought. I wasn't, you know, I didn't want to be the one to say this, but Barry Bostwick's bulge is kind of a dick. <laughs> well, you know, you know, when you're on the nose, you're on the nose, or rather, this time, hit it right on the head. But <laughs> oh. All right. Well, let's just carry right along here since we're talking about explosions. Mm-hmm. Because um, our next category is for worst visual effects. Yes. And, uh, I mean, you mentioned, you know, 
Michael Bay has a lot to do with these kinds of movies. So mm-hmm. who better to present this award for worst visual effects than Gamera? Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, Gamera says it's a it's a pleasure to be here um, amongst respected colleagues. Uh, says the uh, the nominees for the worst visual effects are Spider Man Three, Cool World, The Prodigy, uh, Mega Force, Green Lantern. And a talking cat. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the idea of a talking cat is quite silly, Gamera. <laughs> the award goes to a talking cat. Here to accept the award on behalf of a talking cat, Eric Roberts on his iPhone. Well, thanks, guys. I mean, I just wanted to say uh, I really appreciate the award. Um, clearly, I put uh, so much effort into this film. Um, and for them to really, you know, bring the visual effects team that they brought to the game uh, is really a testament to the filmmakers. What's that? Can you flip the page? Yeah, for the second part of the speech. Thanks. And... Um, Thank you. Uh, now, if you don't mind, uh, I have to go. Uh, I have to go film the sequel, uh, and my phone is dying, so I gotta go charge it for you know forty-five minutes or so. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, and just remember, if you're mad that I won, I don't make the rules, Phil. Very pragmatic of him. Uh, he does not indeed make the rules. He doesn't. No. Um, it was nice of him to put all the effort that he did uh, into uh, coming on our show. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's the kind of uh, consummate professional you, you, you'd expect a guy like Eric Roberts to be. All right. Well, that was uh, that was something else. Um, Nathan, mm-hmm. we got to talk about some disturbing shit now. Oh, okay. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, leading into our next category, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and what are, what are we doing as our, our, next, uh, our next award? Uh, to uh... well, our next award, uh, it does deal with some, you know, uh, some shaky stuff, uh, things that may have rocked us to our very core, or just maybe not sat quite right with us uh, in the movies that we were watching. Uh, mm-hmm. And this category is the most disturbing line or scene. Okay. Okay. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, here to present the award for the most disturbing line or scene. Probably one of the most disturbing lines or scenes in the business, Crispin Glover. Hello, hello, hello. It's me. Um, where, where is this? Where, where am I? Where, where am I? What were they thinking, studios? Okay. Um, I went out to a club last night. I was dancing. I have to give out an award. Yes, uh, the, yeah, you just 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 read off the the card here. It's here's I the c- yep the list. 
I can do karate if you want. Ask David Letterman. Nope, nope. That's 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 fine. Uh, we don't have big production numbers. Just just uh, read the, uh, the the nominees for the category. Okay, just let me uh, sniff the side of my forefinger real quick. Okay, um, okay. The most disturbing liner scene: uh, 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 Robert uh, Loja perving on young women in Armed and Dangerous. Uh, casual racism question mark uh in cool world oh god uh neil breen and the young neighbor in fateful findings i put your pubes in my teeth what did you do oh no no that's a quote oh from the 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 prodigy oh right (laughs) uh cartoon sex from cool world Forehead licking from Maximum Overdrive. The aliens in Spice World. The twist makes a lot of things weird in Serenity. And sexual tension in a talking cat. And the winner is... I put your pubes in my teeth. Uh, Accepting the award on part of I put your pubes in my teeth for the prodigy. Ladies and gentlemen, Colin Fiore. Thank you. Um, I would really like to distance myself uh, from this movie as much as possible. Um, I felt uh, disturbed when they made that kid say it to me. Um, and the fact that they made him say it. Uh, so I will be taking this award. And um, uh, if you again uh, leave my name out of your mouth, um, I will be burying this and salting the earth so nothing grows there. Well, wow. Um, I mean, I can understand. I can yeah. understand. He was a little upset. But, you know, don't worry. We'll leave your name out of our mouths, uh, Comfior. Uh, I, I, I think you say... mean Colomini now because we, we, it's a whole Al Pacino, Dustin Hoffman thing. <laughs> I, You know, true story. I got those guys confused all the time. <laughs> Probably still do. They don't look anything alike, but I always get their names mixed up. Okay. Oh, man. Well, Nathan, we're rolling right along here. Um, yes, we've, we've got a we've got an award here. I guess you can say this is kind of the opposite of I'm trying to save this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way, these are actors who took the paycheck and they were like, "I'm good, just getting the paycheck, do the cash grab, move on." Yeah. And uh, sometimes you got to pay the rent, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hundred percent. We have a presenter here who uh, knows a lot about these kinds of movies. Uh, from the other side of the pond, ladies and gentlemen, uh, master thespian, Mr. Gerard Butler. We oui, hello. I would like to say thank you for having me here as it is uh, an honor uh, for me to be presenting at your awards show. What the fuck is going on, Nathan? That's, that's not Gerard Butler. That's not Gerard Butler. And uh, so I would like to present this award uh, to the the nominees uh, for the Paycheck Award, as I, myself, Gerard Depardieu, have never taken a paycheck, always delivered the best movie Uh, I could. Um, Sir, uh, it was supposed to be Gerard Butler. (laughs) You shut up! I present, I will present this award. Do you think Gerard Butler's okay? I don't know. His people said he was here in the building. I called to confirm. I know, right? They told us he was here. Oh, Mr. Tipatu, I take care of things for you. Good. Fine. Go away. <clears throat> so, uh, d- the word for a paycheck is uh, go nominee to 
Jeremy Irons for Justice League, uh, Christopher Walken for MacBain, Anthony Edwards for uh, the Pet Cemetery. I'm doing a I'm doing a wellness check, Nathan. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, okay, Just ping his phone if you can. We might be able to find out where he's at. Stop talking, you dirty dogs! <clears throat> Most of the cast for Striking Distance. Sylvester Stallone for Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Gene Ackman for Behind Enemy Lines. Everyone in a Fantastic Quatre. And finally, all of the respected actors uh, in the film, Cats. Nathan, he is not answering. Is, 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 were you able to pick, or were you able to, is his phone, like, is he here? Because these people said he was here. He's not answering, he's not even saying I know he's messages. not answering, but these people said he was here, he's got to be in the building somewhere. Milos, go find him. Shut up, you two! I tried to present the war here. <clears throat> the paycheck of war should go to... Sylvester Stallone, stop or my mom will shoot. Hey, uh, thanks for the award. Uh, uh, you know, uh, it reminds me of a time when uh, Estelle Getty, who is my real mother in real life, uh, she she had this party, right? And uh, everybody went. Everybody went to the party. She actually invited like everyone that she. Knew. Okay, he's gonna be going on for a while. I am seriously concerned. Like, did we have an assault happen in the back? I don't know. I he's, his dressing room is a mess. Okay, but the the no one broke the handle on the door. Who has? Anyway, keys? the point of the story is that the biggest gift it uh, it it was probably for me, and. Uh, you know, it said thanks for being my mom because that's what she was. She was my mother, and it reminds me of a time I went to war. Okay, Brandon, I, you need to talk to to Milos or Borsti. They're the only two who else who have keys to the rooms in the building. Milos, Milos, get over here. Miss Brendan, Mister Brendan, what? What? How can where, where is Gerard Butler? Hmm. It, oh, he uh, he is tied up in my broom closet. What? Yes. Um, Mr. Gerard, uh, Frenchman, give me money. Uh, he said, tie up a uh, Scottish chip and, um, and just, uh, just uh, keep him uh, hidden uh, for at least 20 minutes. So anyway, uh, then I did daylight and that's, uh, that's, pretty much, that's pretty much what happened when my mother taught me how to ride a bike. I mean, I was, uh, you know, I was 48 years old. I just Milos, learned how to ride Milos, for the first time. Give your keys. You give your keys now. Ethan, I need to give you keys, Mr. Nathan. Did I do something wrong? You said do as guests ask. He was not a guest. He broke in. He is not invited. He's not. Gerard Butler, Depardieu has not been on a list since the 90s. And as my good friend Arnold Schwarzenegger would say, uh, I'll be back. Adrian, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, oh. So, so uh, fun <laughs> yes <laughs> oh oh the police are arriving oh and there goes Gerard Depardieu <laughs> uh. oh yes um <laughs> Any, anyhow <laughs> hey he's uh, Gerard Butler is wasn't ever scheduled to be here <laughs> oh no it was clearly Depardieu why wouldn't we I mean he uh. he hasn't been on in, he hasn't been on a list since the 90s that was a bit, guys. We were we're gonna bring him back. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so okay. um, make but, sure he it has a fucking heartbeat. 
Are you? He is fine. The, the paramedics are taking him out now. He's okay. All right. It's not our fault. Not our fault. Okay, let's just move on. They could probably hear us talking like this. They might be able to. Our so mics are probably, on. Yes, I don't know why we keep stage whispering. I don't know. It's a dumb move on our part. It really is. It's it's a poor decision. It's Bush League. It's what is Bush League, Brendan. I understand. <clears throat> Sorry. I, I respect you, but Bush League. So Nathan, um, yes, oh, Brendan, <laughs> what's our uh, what's our next uh, what's our next presenter in our next category? <laughs> well, our uh, well, our, uh, our we have the worst accents uh, coming up here, actually, and uh, so I mean, I figure you know since uh, you know it's the it's the worst accents uh, award here, uh, I figured that we would get somebody who knows a thing. Or two about nope nope they uh, they took him to the hospital um, so oh, it no. won't be um, Gerard Butler um, <clears throat> so uh, ladies and uh, ladies and gentlemen uh, <laughs> worst accent uh, presenter uh, uh, please uh, welcome uh, d- 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 oh Jesus <laughs> someone stand by Did you have someone stand, stand by? by I don't I don't I don't I'm just going to pull something with the odds, okay? Okay, okay. So okay, I can find somebody okay. who... Yeah, okay, so someone who, who clearly knows a thing or two about terrible accents. Ladies and gentlemen, Sir Ian McKellen. Hello, I, I don't understand why I've been brought up here. We didn't have a backup. Just present the award, you limey teabag. Oh, well, I, I take this as a great affront. Uh, well, you can I take it as in the back if you don't I'll kick you in the ass if you don't do this award. Listen, I will accept your scolding with great uh, reserve and British uh, such and such. But, you know, I, I, will, I will not take this sitting down, be- so I will, in fact, stand up and present the award. Thank you. Well, uh, I am, of course, uh, Ian McKellen, the uh, normally scheduled presenter here for this category. Uh, and I'm going to present the award for Worst Accent. Uh, the, 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 ca- the nominees are not the categories. That would be silly, wouldn't it? Uh, the nominees are Liam Neeson for Next of Kin, Brad Pitt of Cool World, whatever Christopher Walken was doing in that torture scene in McBain, Clancy Brown in Pet Cemetery 2. Johnny Lee Miller in Hackers. Oh, fellow Brit. And Nicolas Cage in Vampire's Kiss. And the winner is... Johnny Lee Miller of Hackers. Hey, guys. I'm glad to accept this award. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Nathan, do- why is Matthew Broderick here? I thought it's we not Matthew Broderick. That's Johnny Lee Miller. He's he's doing the accent. What? I I I don't know why you guys uh, think I was doing an accent. This is this is actually how I always sound. It like all. I'm, you see, listen, I'm still a virgin. See, it's okay. So so again, you know what? You really whiffed it on this one, guys. This is this is how I normally sound. But hey, thanks for the award. I'll be glad to do it. Is this bloody thing over? I am not ever doing this again. Did what? Did did he just? Did the mic kick that off? Uh, I, 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 uh, no. Yes, it did. Yes, some, it did. This, this, yes, this it award did. show is getting out of hand, Brendan. This is never gonna re-air. This no. is like the Martin Lawrence episode of Saturday Night Live. But this is never re-airing. Right. 
and or the Steven Seagal one, but you know, out of choice and and not because of all the bad things that happened. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. because of the bad things that happened, but it's just so terrible. Well, like, I'm getting off topic. Getting off topic. No, so, we're gonna bring this back. We're gonna, gonna bring this back. Bring it to back. Reality. Men on. Whoa, there goes there rabbit. goes rabbit. Yep. Okay. Yeah, okay. There goes rabbit. He choked. Okay. okay. All right. We're ready to go. Ooh, mom's spaghetti. Mom. Mom's spaghetti. 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 All right. We're just gonna. Yeah. Whew. Manos handouts. Manos handouts. We're gonna, we're gonna will Manos this handouts. back into back into normalcy. Okay. So what's? Hey. All right. <laughs> We've okay. got the the next category coming up, Brendan. Who who we got and what do we got? Our next category, Nathan, is the least satisfying movie ending. Okay. Uh, so this is an ending that, frankly, left us limp. And somebody who knows a little something about not leaving people limp is legendary screen actor and presenter Harrison Ford. And I believe he's having sex right now. No, I'm just just having a Werther's original. I can see why you'd be confused. You want to take that out for the uh, for the show there, uh, Harrison? No, I'm good. Okay. So the uh, the least uh, satisfying movie ending. Um, we got uh, Spider-Man three next to Ken, Cold World happening, and the Prodigy. There you go. And uh, the uh, least satisfying ending, uh, the Prodigy. Accepting on behalf of the Prodigy, uh, the kid from the Prodigy. Wow, an award. What did I win, fellas? Uh, at least satisfying movie ending. Now wait just a cotton-picking minute here. You shut your filthy mouth, kid. That movie sucked. That ending was terrible. You ruined my birthday. It was my fault? Yes, it was your fault. You ruined my birthday. I drove all the way to Fredericton to see that movie, and, and you gave me one of the least satisfying movies. There was no comeuppance in that movie, and you know what? You ruined my birthday. It's your fault. But, mister, I'm just a child. I don't care. Nathan, what the fuck? I'm proud of that. I don't care. Ah, Keep crying, you big baby. Will will you call my mom to pick me up? No. Thank you for your time. Wow. That, you know, I thought we had gotten this thing back on track and that happens. Sorry. I'm really, I'm sorry. I get it. I get it, Nathan. Again, just a child, just a kid. Just a kid. You know, he knew what he was doing. Okay. Well, he was apparently also credited with writing the screenplay. According no, to uh, you know what? Yeah, he, someone had to say the words. He said those words, and you know what? I, I don't. I, I, I hold him responsible for for everything on that. Yep. So, uh, all right. All right. Yep. Well, what do we got next there, uh, Nate, Nate Dog? Uh, well, uh, we've got uh, we've got some folks who uh, can't get together periodically because uh, uh. they have no chemistry. It's the uh, No Chemistry Award, uh, and so, and uh, so ladies and gentlemen, here to present uh, the award uh, for No Chemistry, l- uh, ladies and gentlemen, the man who oozes chemistry with every female counterpart he encounters, David Hasselhoff. 
Uh, thank you very much, uh, Nathan and uh, Brendan. I am, of course, the uh, the stud known as David Hasselhoff. I was, of course, Nick Fury, the best Nick Fury, as I recall. You you both said on record, uh, mm. along with uh, Josh uh, Kotsab. Kotsab. We call him Kotsab. Kotsab. Just a second. Sorry, I just had to get a quick bite. So what am I presenting here? Uh, I'm presenting the award for no chemistry. No chemistry. That's not like you said. That's not something I know. Not you, sir. No, you. You are. You are treasure. Oh my. So uh, let's see here. We got the nominees are Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst in Spider-Man Three. I mean, I could have been Spider-Man. I could have been in every Marvel movie. I would have done a much better job. Patrick Swayze and Helen Hunt in Next of Kin. Okay. The Noids and Doodles. That's just nonsense words in Cool World. Uh, Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel in The Happening. Jai Courtney and Amelia Clark in Terminator Genesis. Vanilla Ice and Kristen Minter in Cool as Ice. And Miles Teller and Kate Mara in Fand for Stick. And the winner is... The winners are... From Terminator Genesis, Jai Courtney and Amelia Clark. Watch Baywatch. Hey, guys. Hi. Um, th- thanks for the award. I don't like you. Um, I'm not, not a big fan of you either. Hmm. What big shows were you on? Um, I was I was in a Die Hard movie. Okay, cool. Mm. I was in Game of Thrones. Yeah, it got canceled though. I mean, it. Uh, I believe it ended on its own. Yeah, uh, no, it. That was what you call a uh, uh, a mercy strike. Yeah. Um. I mean, I was also on Frankenstein. They were act there in Eckhart. I mean, this is the third time we've ever had a conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's the it's three times too many. It's pretty unpleasant. Yeah, I'm just gonna take this award and go. If you don't, um, take, yeah, do I get on no weekends? You don't, no, no. That's not really that fair, Jai. You know what? This um, yeah, your uh, Game of Thrones business, whatever. I don't know. It's it's got awards, right? You won awards for it, didn't you? I'm a much better actor than you. You know what? That's 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 all. That's that's subjective. I mean, answer the question. Oh my God, these two. <laughs> Okay, like you know what? Uh, we'll we'll mail you an award, uh, just just like his, Emilio. Okay, but it'll have your name on it. I mean, can you make it a little bit bigger? It, sure. Yep. Yeah. Whatever. Yep. Yeah. It's going it. to be. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jai. It's okay. Used to it. <laughs> there they go. Walking in the opposite directions. directions. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much chemistry. So much yep. love. Yeah. All right. Well, next up, Nathan, we're gonna roll right along because we still got a few here to go. We do. We, uh, we are gonna do this. This award is called the "Your Name Is What Now" award. <laughs> so this award is for um, some of the names in these movies that we just found to be pretty silly. Yes. These screenwriters came up with some rather silly names, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna award the worst slash best. <laughs> 
of them. <laughs> it depends on how you look at it, I guess. <laughs> and uh, here's someone who knows all about silly names. Ladies and gentlemen, the presenter of this award, Mr. Yahoo Serious. Oh, Crocky Danger, do. I'm here to, to present a award uh, for the, uh, is your name now? What is that? that that's what it is. Uh, it's the, your name is what now? Oh, your name is what now? Okay. Uh, well, your name is what now? Uh, the uh, nominees uh, for this category are Papa John from Next of Kin, Moose from Fantastic, got a guy named Baker Dill from Serenity, it's it's not the the Starship one, is it? Uh, no, it's a different it's a different one altogether. This oh. one has a boat. Oh, Crocky, oh. that sounds sounds delightful. Uh, we want uh, Mac from Raw Deal. Is what? That's kind of a it's, it's, it's a pretty it, normal it's Arnold, name. Arnold Schwarzenegger's name in the movie though. <laughs> oh, see what you did there, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger should never be named Mark. Nah, nah. Finally, Stargrove. From Never Too Young to Die. And we're going to throw a shrimp on the barbie uh, for the award winner here. Uh, is Baker Dill from Serenity. I just want to thank you for uh, giving me this award here. Uh, it was a great lot of fun working on Serenity. I had a great name, Baker Dill. I'm assuming that's what you're giving me this award for. Uh, uh, this, this, this name that was uh, put together in a lab, right? And uh I mean it's I not it as... been put together in a kitchen. <laughs> I see what you did there. Sorry guys, I'm super fucking baked. <laughs> well, uh, it is Canada, sir. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I don't even know where I am. Is this for uh for the Dark Tower? No, no. Uh Serenity. Serenity. Baker Dill, remember? Serenity, right, right, right. Am I Nathan? Am I Nathan Fillion? No, not not that Serenity. The the one about the boat. And Jason Clark wasn't with you. Oh, oh no, oh no. I'm not Jimon Huntsu, am I? Because if I am, this no, is really no. offensive. You're you're Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh man, you got me. <laughs> are, are you all right? Uh, I'm I'm not all right, but I'll be all right in a little bit. I'll be all right, all right, all right. There we go. He had to say it. He's uh-huh. contractually obligated. It's, it's, it's in my account. If I don't say it, I lose 10 grand. So anyway, uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, I'll figure out how to make this into a bong piece. Matthew McConaughey, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the Lincoln uh, lawyer. <laughs> so shocked he showed up in that state of mind. <laughs> just, just unprofessional to the gills. Something to the kills. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking, we did we did a category that was like you know craziest names in the movie, but here is the category where we're gonna kind of kiss our own asses here. Yes, uh, this is one where we think we're we're so so delightfully clever that we had to come up with our own uh, names for these characters because of either what their names sounded like or what they looked like. Uh, and this is the category, the least memorable character. Um, so, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, to present the award for the least memorable character is that guy that is in that thing that came out that one time. Hey guys, it's me. I'm that guy that's in that, uh, that one thing that came out. You remember me? Yeah, came out that one time. You, can you place me? Yep. <laughs> 
Try to place me. Think about it. Been in a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows. Can uh, we were we time constraints? This thing's getting out of control. Can you just present the award that guy uh, that came in, right. that was in that movie that came out that one time? Hey, I appreciate using my Christian name. Uh, so I will I will go ahead and proceed. All right, least memorable character. Let's see here. Uh, we got Mike, Michael Corleone from Armed and Dangerous. Hey, I was in that. Uh, we got to Scary Potter from Truth or Dare. I was in that too. Uh, Jeff from Truth or Dare. We got uh, Dean Ambrose from Gamera vs. Guiron. I was in that movie too. Um, Officer Save the Last Dance from The Curse of La Llorona. Again, me. Wasn't it? Void Check from The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Nope, wasn't in that one. Won't claim it. Uh, Hispanic Jackie Mason from Megaforce. Uh, yep, got that one in the bag. Phil Vandersnatch for A Talking Cat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was the voice of the cat, if you uh, you don't know. Uh, it got cut. I, I It got cut. I voiced another cat. Um, oh, okay. There were too many talking okay. cats. They didn't want to call it two talking cats. The title was already submitted. Mm. You pay for, you know, you pay per letter. It's a complicated business. Um, and also, uh, Hemeth from Never Too Young to Die. Um, and the winner is uh, Scary Potter from Truth or Dare. Bloom has his Truth or Dare. Hey, uh, how's it going? Um, yeah. Um, hey, that guy that was in that one thing that came out that time. It's good to see you again. Hey, man, we worked on a lot of stuff. <laughs> we have, we have. Yeah. Been down the road. You still fighting the? Uh, you still fighting the Actors Guild on that uh, credit for the uh, haunting of Sharon Tate? Oh man, they want to place me in that so badly. <laughs> I, did I didn't. Not. You had your lawyers involved, didn't you? I wasn't Charlie Manson, you guys. It just wasn't oh, me. Yeah. All right, whatever you say, man. Oh, oh so, uh, but thanks. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I don't blame you guys for coming up with the name uh, for my guy. I can't even remember who I played. I can't remember my character's name. You know what? It's it's Bloomhouse movie, and uh, they make a ton of money. Uh, so you're definitely getting paid. Uh, thanks again. Uh, Scary Potter for Blue Mouse is True the Dare. Yeah, see the director's cut on Netflix now. <laughs> and it's three minutes shorter. <laughs> Extended edition. <laughs> I, and actually, I was just checking the uh, the IMDb for the, that guy who was in that movie that came out that one time. He, he actually he was in um, Haunting of Sharon Tate. Was he also in all those movies he claimed? Yeah, yeah. He wow. is a consummate professional he is a workhorse a stalwart career uh actor my goodness that's crazy well you know all everyone there was really nice so i feel like we should move on to a category about people that are doofus okay because we're gonna we're gonna have the next category being presented to the biggest doofus in uh in the movies we've talked about and uh ladies and gentlemen (laughs) i mean who better who better of a doofus to present the award for biggest doofus than Carrot Top? <laughs> hey, hey guys, hey guys, uh, <laughs> check it out. Uh, I'm here to present this award. Uh, that's I don't think really has anything to do with me, but yeah, well, there it is. That's that's where it is. <laughs> oh, I regret uh, this out. booking already. <laughs> check it out. I I, I glued uh, uh, I glued I glued a, a scuba fin uh, to the bottom of a paddle, so it's an orphan. <laughs> you see. <laughs> Yes, it's anyhow. Uh, the uh, uh, the nominees uh, for biggest doofus uh, <laughs> in a movie, uh, Peter Parker uh, from Spider Man Three. Uh, we got Cyborg uh, from Justice League. You guys watch a lot of comic book movies, don't you? 
Um, so uh, the adults uh, from Guillermo versus Guiron. That's a classic, really. I mean, give a damn great guarantee it. I mean, a knife glued onto the end of a dog. I mean, I couldn't have come up with that. Please, That's brilliant. Please, please, just continue. Uh, we got we got Frank uh, from Serenity. Uh, some guy named Chris from A Talking Cat. <laughs> And then uh, Stargrove uh, from a movie called Never Teen to Die. Uh, I think they're showing at the uh, Alamo Daft House down in uh, Texas, actually. <laughs> well, anyways, <laughs> the, um, uh, they're gonna gonna use this uh, giant novelty oversized knife to open up the uh, award envelope. Here we go. <laughs> this way you can get a, you can cut your paper cuts uh, with the cut cuts, right? <laughs> uh, so it's uh, it's Peter Parker uh, from Spider-Man Three. Hey guys, it's me, Peter Parker. I'm sad all the time. Mary Jane doesn't love me. Guys, should I go to her show? No. Should I go to see her on Broadway? She's not very good. No, no. You're supposed to be with Gwen Stacy anyways. Stop crying. I just don't even know what to do anymore. The kid from the prodigy cried less than you, so stop it. <laughs> Listen, I'm not crying. I'm whining, and there's a difference. Anyway, thanks for giving me this award. I guess. Uh, webs away. Wait, are you uh, you all right over there? Yeah. It's like to turn off his night. Oh, carrot top. <laughs> And Peter Parker, just a one-two punch of uh, right, just of disappointment. Oh. All right, well, uh, lighten up the mood. We're gonna talk about the next award. We're 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 chugging along. Our next award is the Too Dumb to Live Award, and this is uh, dedicated to people in the movies we talked about that just did stuff that just made it too dumb for them to survive. They just yes. give away their position or or what have you. Um, just do stuff that is is like you are just too. Too dumb to live. Right. So who do we have presenting this award? Uh, well, uh, presenting the award uh, for uh, Too Dumb to Live is uh, actually uh, the uh, one of the folks who actually helped coin this phrase for us on the podcast. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the girls from Human Centipede. Um, oh, I'm the C and I'm the A. We're here to present. Now, now. Now, now, calm down. Okay, you, they can't understand you. Your mouth is on my butt. <laughs> uh, uh, that's enough. Don't don't make me eat chili. Don't make me eat chili. Okay. So we're here to present the award for the Too Dumb to Live Award. Wait a second. Wait a second. I think I know why we're presenting this. You guys are silly. Okay. So, the Too Dumb to Live Award, the nominees are... Okay, fine. Yes, C. Go ahead. Okay, no, you can't do it. The Crook That Shoots Out a Water Tank in Justice League. Um, Patrick Swayze saying, Hey! In Next of Kin and Red Dawn. Uh, Brad Pitt suddenly believing Hollywood won't double-cross him in Cool World. And Roddy Piper... <laughs> Stop it, that tickles. Uh, Roddy Piper giving away his advantage in They Live. And the winner is, oh, um, guys, uh, this is awkward. I think I think C just died. 
Oh. Um, um, could we maybe uh, organize? We'll get we'll, we'll get Milos and, and Borsti out. Just just finish okay. finish the presentation. Okay, I'm just saying she is not breathing. Okay, um, and the winner is hey Patrick Swayze from Next of Kin and Red Dawn. Borsti, get the uh, did, 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 could we move for right now? Get, oh, get give right. me a moment, hey! I get the it's, it's I get the, pull, it's pull. Get, oh. Oh, oh, she heavier than she look. <laughs> you take care of that. I, I need to do something, okay? Just give me a moment. <clears throat> Hello. I am I am accepting award on behalf of late Patrick Swayze. Um, as he is no longer with us, um, I would just like to say, hey, and accept the award and uh, let, let everyone know that I I will be more than glad to have uh, avenge uh, uh, Harry Dean. Hey, 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 hey! Oh, it's Mr. Charlie Sheen. Oh, you were in movie too. Were you? Yes, yes, I was. And I just like to say, Daddy, oh, no. Daddy, I'd like to accept this award for Patrick. I'll avenge both of you. <laughs> wow. That was a, Jesus Christ. Brandon, I don't think any of these have ever gone like this before. What this, is happening? This, well, I think what happened is we took the locks off the doors. I I think well, it, it, and I think the secret of our show is out too. So I mean, yeah. everybody wants a part of what were they thinking? It's yeah. true. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, we're getting close to the end here. Before we get to our top ten and our bottom ten, we've got two more awards to give out. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it, oh, I'm just getting a piece of paper here. Just one second. What, somebody's passing this to me. Okay. Um, that's weird. Huh. Okay, well, I mean, our next award is for the most nonplussed reaction. Just people in, you know, movies having no reaction at all to things that are just pure insanity. Mm-hmm. Okay, no. Nathan, this can't be right. What? Our presenter is Milosh. Hello, yes. Thank you. Thank you. What were they thinking, audience? I'm glad to be here. Take my wife, please. Hi, Milosh. Get joke. (laughs) Give joke and get laugh. (laughs) Did did Milosh have access to these ballots before? He has keys uh, to every room. Right, right. Yes, so I give a word uh, for no, no non-plussed reaction in the movie. And <clears throat> in nominees are Samantha's husband in Long Kiss Goodnight. Um, Tootie wearing, uh, sorry, Tootie witnessing a murder would be weird if she was wearing a murder. <laughs> In stop or mom, mom will shoot. Um, that is actually uh, most ways you greet people in my old country. Um, the cops reacting to an explosion in road deal. Uh, some fin- somebody named Rilfus um, is getting attacked. Oh my goodness, this is. You tell me I can't watch, we can't watch Serbian film, but you watch movies about people being beaten? It's just wrestling, Milos. Is oh, so he's, he's staged. Yes. Because Serbian film not staged. 
It's a very little known fact. No, um, we we, I, we I don't. Yeah. No. Uh. Mm -hmm. What's the next one? Oh, I see. The last one here is. Uh, you see, most reactions. Uh, most of sorry, most of the reactions to a talking cat in a talking cat. So and uh, the the winner is uh, Ralphus uh, reacting to being attacked uh, for slambery. A WCW a 2000. Hello, chaps. My name is Ralphus, and I am accepting the award today for no selling the attack at Slambury 2000. Yes, it was a glorious night that night when I teamed up with Norman Smiley, my fellow countryman, and had a match against Terence Funk. Uh, Brandon, what is going was, on? Okay, what? what? What do you think? What? He's British? I, I guess. And uh, furthermore, I should say, I, I apologize for my appearance tonight. I'm looking a bit sluggish. Uh, it's been a while since I've gotten into the ring and dusted it up with my old chaps. Uh, but I do relish in this award, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Y2J, etc. would make a wet voice would make a nun moist. That was sexy as Fuck. What? That, wait, what? Did, what did you just say? That voice would do what? Get a nun moist? Oh, no, you don't. Oh, sister. But listen, listen, listen. His mother superior. Listen, it's Ralphus. You know, I've been I've been a part of this show for many a year. But do I get an invite to be here? No, I don't. Because you, you show up and beat everyone. That's it. Ow! Ow! I mean, Nathan has a point. That's why you get out, Lord. Oh, nun lady, you stop! You, you stop! And you do not do that to Mister Brendan or Mister Nathan. Now listen here. Oh, hello. Hello to you. Would you like to see broom closet? I have lots of shoes. Well, let's go. Don't make a thing about it. Oh, I won't. My lips are sealed like Coco's. Not for long. Oh, dear. Oh, oh well. We made a love connection. All right. Well, we're not going to be back in two and two. We're going to stay right here. we got one more award to go. All right. <laughs> oh. oh, Nathan, this is a very special award we've got coming up here. This is, yeah. This is a uh, much like the Irving G. Thalberg Award. Uh, this is an award that the commemorates Hoobie what excellence. What? The Hoobie What Now Award? The Irving B. Thalberg Award at the Oscars. It's the it's the um, the award they give out, you know, every year to someone who just exudes excellence in the field. Take your word on it. And that is what we're doing. Well, yeah, this is where you should take my word for it. Um, okay. That is what we're giving out here. But instead, our award, of course, is called the Roger Corman Award. For excellence. Mm -hmm. And if you want to do the honors and tell us what film we presented this award to this year. Well, uh, uh, B to my uh, N. <laughs> hey. The, 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 uh, the award this year is going out to uh, a, a little movie that could. Um, it wasn't the best movie. Uh, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, didn't even have competent lighting um, or uh, miking, but they tried their hardest 
and did the best they could uh, with the money and talent they had. Ladies and gentlemen, the Roger Corman Award for Excellence goes to Fateful Findings. Here to accept the award for Fateful Findings, Neil Breen and the President of Films. Hello, everybody. I'm back up here again. And I would like to say that this is a great night for cinema. A great night for film. I have made a film that has changed films of all film types. The conspiracies against my film have always been known to the public. But I am finally unearthing them from the internet dark web films will never be the same again this is the greatest film of all time and i thank you for this award hello i hereby resign today as the president of films goodbye (laughs) oh my oh my god (laughs) A death in our... Oh. <sighs> Neil Brain, can you help him out at all? I, uh... Can you believe he did that? I, I can't... I can't believe he did that. I can't believe he did that. Why would he kill himself? Well, I'm sorry, gentlemen. I can't help him out of this one. <sighs> just, just... I, I don't know. Get, get Borsty, because, uh... Milos is knocking boots with Mother Superior. This award show has taken more turns than a Stephen Izzy episode. I'm still dragging Centipede out of theater. <laughs> Just hurry up and get the other corpse out too. I Come think, on. Listen, I think B died as well. <sighs> Look, it's fine. Uh, Borsty, do it now. Within the next 10 minutes, I will double your pay. Two bottles of Prince Vi- Igor's vodka. Okay, sorry, centipede lady. <laughs> wow, I heard she sounded like a horse. <laughs> well, uh, when in Rome, <laughs> perform Equus. <laughs> <laughs> so Nathan, now comes the now comes our time to shine. Yes, the time where we get a chance to kind of rein all this in and, and make some sense out of this this. The whole thing. Yeah. Because remember when we just we wore expensive designer gowns and you know that dude Chris Klein won for rollerball and how organized that year was. Sim- yeah, simpler times. Simpler much simpler times. times. Yeah. So much rage in the world. I know, I I guess it's just a uh, it's Symptomatic of it all, I suppose. I think well, you were saying. Anything. I think you were saying earlier. You blame it on QAnon, right? I I didn't. No, I'm saying I I thought Neil Breen was supporting oh. QAnon. He was promoting QAnon. Oh, it sounded okay. like it talking about dark webs and government conspiracies. Gotcha. I didn't hear the Neil Breen part. I thought you were just saying that was your current philosophy, uh, political uh, ideology. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, my mistake. My mistake. Um, yeah, so we're going to go ahead and present our top 10 and bottom 10 films in each of us, because we all, you know, we've different, differing opinions. 
um, of the last year. So this would be going from August of 2019 to the end of July of this year. Yes. So these are the top 10 best films from each of us. And I guess we can go back and forth. Okay. All right. Number 10. My number 10, uh, I guess, uh, favorite movie-ish. <laughs> Most watchable. Uh, <laughs> that was watchable. Uh, Fateful Findings. Oh, sneaking in there. Yep. Uh, I chose it because, I mean, it's it's like a not particularly competent um, or good in any real way, but just the sheer... I'm doing this, and I don't care what anybody thinks. Feel that that movie has to it. Earned it my number 10 spot. Well, my number 10 spot is The Fanatic. And this is a movie in which John Travolta is just given free reign, and it works out perfectly. Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... My number nine is uh, one of the more recent episodes. Uh, that would be uh, from our summer flopbusters, Hackers. I uh, chose this one because as as soon as it made it onto the rotation, it immediately plucked every single member berry. Um, and you know what? Uh, by the looks of things on this list, it didn't stop there. Uh, every It was the most 90s thing, uh, one of the most 90s things that we covered all year and has an absolute soft spot in my heart. Well, um, no word of a lie, my number nine is also Hackers. Hey, <laughs> so there you go. Oh, okay. Just, just roll right on then. I mean, you <laughs> covered it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number eight uh, film, number eight, number eight, number eight, uh, is the Patrick Swayze opus Next of Kin. Um, I know a lot of people might have thought that I would have gone with Red Dawn for my Swayze pick. But uh, him and Liam Neeson and uh, Bill Paxton all in it uh, doing their damnedest with those accents. Uh, Two of them actually Southern, uh, the other not so much. Um, (laughs) I had a delightful romp reliving this movie. I'm not joking. My number eight (laughs) is Next of Kin. I think we've, we've been doing this show for too long together. <laughs> our, our cycles have synced up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Liam Neeson's accent, marinara smoke bomb. I mean, how can you go wrong? Number right. eight, next of kin. Adam Baldwin aside. <laughs> um, my number seven um, movie. Uh, got a, Actually, was uh, one that was uh, uh, I felt overlooked. Uh, this year for the categories, but what are you gonna do? Uh, it was the uh, the John Candy, Zeus, Eugene Levy, Meg Ryan, Robert Loja, uh, Mike Ehrmantraut movie, Armed and Dangerous, <laughs> and, and don't tell me that's your number seven. No, no, I'm I'm, re- okay. I'm relieved for once. <laughs> um. My number seven is actually a little uh, a little extreme sports movie, one we discussed oh. with uh, our, our frequent guest, Jerrica. Uh, Gleaming the Cube, the Christian ah. Slater skateboard detective 
Johnson film. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous, obviously, um, but it was like better than I thought it was going to be in other ways too. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm not saying it was like legitimately amazing, but <laughs> it was genuinely more compelling than I thought it was going to be. So yeah, I'll give it to Gleam in the Cube at number seven. Nice. Glad I could help you out with that. Uh, <laughs> my number six one uh, gets on here uh, simply because it's it's bonkers. And um, I thought I was insane for thinking it was a movie for the longest time I, I, without any real proof and nobody else having heard of it. Uh, that would be Never Too Young to Die. Number okay. six. All right. Yep. Uh, you know what? It's It's a movie that... You know, it, it makes an impression on you, uh, especially when you're a young child when you first see it and sticks with you. So, yeah, that's my number six for this year. Well, my number six is a movie that I didn't expect to be anywhere on this list because I've always heard it was to- it was terrible. And to be fair... To be fair... It was. Uh, but I found it super entertaining. And my number six is The Happening, the M. Night Shyamalan movie about, <laughs> about people just... <laughs> suddenly stabbing themselves and or shit like that <laughs> the plants trees killing us over, running yeah. away from the wind etc horrible <laughs> acting to the point of comical insanity okay uh well uh my number five uh for this year uh was uh courtesy of our good friend rennie harlan uh that would be the gina davis sam jackson uh greg Bierko flick Long Kiss Goodnight uh, with David Morrison there as well. Okay. I love the out-of-control action in that flick. My number five is uh, your number six. My number five is Never Too Young to Die. Oh, you uh, found more highly of it. Gene, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Gene Simmons uh, making up for Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park with just an unhinged performance. <laughs> and, I mean, John Stamos is a weenie in it, but Vanity's in it too, so hey. All right. Uh, well, uh, my number four uh, was uh, one of your earlier picks as well, uh, and that would be the Christian Slater flick, Gleaming the Cube. Okay. So you play Skateboard Mystery a little higher. A little higher. just be- Well, I mean, there's the, that whole Scooby and the Gang feel to it, plus there's Tony Hawk. <laughs> well, my number four is one that was also earlier on your list. Um, this would be and – I, and I – was going to put it higher, but I was like, I can't in good conscience. But number four is the classic film, Fateful Findings. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much fun watching this movie because there were so many moments I just like questioned if what I was watching was real. Um, yes. you, can, you can ask Mariah for proof. I paused the movie and almost like questioned everything i was watching like i literally stopped the movie to be like this isn't happening in the movie (laughs) that's how it was making me insane so that is my number four okay uh well uh my number three uh which folks might be surprised is only at my number three uh my number three uh was gamera versus guiron um i do enjoy that flick it is is probably one of the better of the 1960s gamera movies um but there were just a couple of more on there that uh uh had a little more i don't know nostalgia for me than gamera versus Guiron. okay but still number three 
I'm going to guess that we might end up having the same number two, but I'll wait to see what happens. Okay. All My right. number three is another one that you had earlier. It's The Long Kiss Goodnight because All right. this was basically the closest thing we did, I think, to a genuinely good movie. <laughs> or okay. I mean, one of, the, one of the few, I should say. There were maybe a couple other candidates, but this was pretty close to like being... I mean, it was. I mean, I think it was a genuinely good movie. It's ridiculous and insane, but yeah, it's my number three. I liked it a lot. Okay. Uh, my number two uh, was uh, a another summer flop buster. Um, it, it, close to the close to my heart uh, because I legitimately thought it was a good movie uh, when I first saw it. Then later found out it was terrible, and in retrospect, it is indeed terrible, but still super enjoyable. Judge Dread. <laughs> wow, pushing that high on the list. Yeah. Well, again, it's uh, it's one of the few movies um, that have has evolved with me. My opinion of it has evolved. Yet I've never stopped enjoying it. Well, my number two is They Live. Ooh, Roddy Piper. John Carpenter film um, that I I think when we announced it, some people were like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I think I think you know, if I could just pat ourselves on the back here for a moment, I think we uh, I think we were very fair to that movie. Um, we were. It's a great movie. Definitely has some flaws. Um, just a few. Just a few. <laughs> but it's definitely my number two. Okay. Oh boy. Uh, my number one is uh, it's again. I, I could not get away from nostalgia. All the movies that I, I picked on here, with the exception of uh, Faithful Findings and Gamera vs. Guerron, all had some sort of small spot in my uh, movie-loving development uh, from the late, uh, late 80s uh, into the 90s. And so my number one pick is uh, the often overlooked and underrated Lionheart. Well, my number one favorite film that we did this year on the show is cats that's right the huge budget musical known as cats the one of the most insane mainstream movies on a huge budget that i've ever seen um just the fact that it was submitted for awards and then backed off after it came out (laughs) is just fantastic i love seeing classy actors just selling their souls oh it's just everything about it is just in pure unfiltered insanity and i I, it's it's my number one and amanda is just seething right now listening to this (laughs) okay but that's enough positivity nathan yeah, let's, let's let's kick some folks while they're down. All right, all right. Well, I'll, okay. Let me let me start this one off this time. We're gonna talk about our ten worst films, the ones okay. that were the toughest to sit through. Mm-hmm. My number ten is Terminator Genesis. This is a terrible Terminator movie. Thankfully, yep. Dark Fate was a lot better. Um, <laughs> this one is awful and boring and the leads i mean Emilio clark is a great actress i don't know about jai courtney but i'm sure he's good in some well, things you heard them earlier so. <laughs> yeah um i do like Emilio clark i do like jason clark honestly i like most of the people in this movie it's just it's just a terrible terrible terminator movie with awful awful plot holes mm-hmm. and convenience the <laughs> 
Well, uh, my number 10 uh, guarantees that we will have no overlap whatsoever, at least on one pick uh, for this uh, list, because my number 10 worst movie uh, from this past year was Cats. (laughs) No! That movie was infuriating to watch, but mostly because it's a musical, not big on the movie musicals, but also to see (laughs) Judi Dench, (laughs) Sir Ian McKellen, Idris Elba just all slumming it in the worst way. I'm surprised it only made it to your number ten, to be honest with you. Well, uh, you know what? You'll you'll see as we as we press on. Is it, wait, are they all cats? <laughs> I never thought to do that. So um, <laughs> number nine for me. Number nine is the teen comedy, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, which, as uh, as you, Nathan, you mentioned during this episode, would have been a lot better if it was focused on Aaron Paul and his friends. But it's yeah. not. It's focused on Shane West and nothing interesting at all. And everyone is a horrible person, and you hate them, and you don't want anyone to succeed. And also, there's a really cringy scene in that movie um, that's, you know, there's a there's a rape scene. Let's just say it. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fair. Um, my, uh, my number nine, um, for this year, uh, was, well, 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 it was your number 10 Terminator Genesis, uh, for all the exact points that you made. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I knew we were going to overlap here in some places here. Um, my number eight is one that I'm expecting to see a lot higher on your list and don't tell me if I'm right, but uh, I have a feeling, uh, my number eight is the video game adaptation Silent Hill. Uh, this is a movie that I had no opinion of going in. I know you were just ready with vitriol when we started that episode. Mm. Um, and I just really thought it was so just boring. Like I was just bored for two hours. It was so long. It was unnecessarily long. The characters weren't interesting. The actors were fine. There was nothing wrong with the people in the movie, but it was just a slog. So yeah, Silent Hill. Yeah. Um, uh, well, uh, my number eight. Uh, is in the horror genre, um, and that would be Pet Cemetery Two. Oh. Uh, simply because I, and for all the lunacy that is the original uh, to that one, uh, this one just seemed like a weak um, carbon copy and just a, a, a terrible, terrible attempt to, of a continuation of even just the legend uh, of the uh, you know of the uh, burial ground and what the weirdest part about it was directed by the same person who directed the first one yeah well i mean you know we did talk about blood rain last week and how writer <laughs> the same writer as american psycho fair so, yes shit like that unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> um yeah okay well my number seven is another horror film um and it's bloom house's truth or dare um this movie is fucking terrible um the effects are goofy and hilarious which you know you think oh might place it higher but no it's just it's a it's a bore to watch it's you know bloom house can be hit or miss and this was a miss seven samesies <laughs> truth or dare nice yep. excellent uh, okay, well, my number six is uh, a movie that the lead actor would definitely like to forget about, and it's called Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. 
Sylvester Stallone, almost Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just kidding. I got you, Sly. Um, it's just fucking, it's the worst. Like it's a sitcom that stretched to like what? 83 minutes or something like that. Uh, yeah. it's, it's garbage. It's bad. <laughs> uh, well, my number six is, uh, a long held contemptuous one for me. Um, that of course would be Spider-Man three, um, because of all the, um, the, the hope that I had, had for that movie and it gets placed on here for the worst because of the letdown that it was. Fair enough. Um, okay, my number five is the Roger Rabbit wannabe Cool World. Uh, this is the uh, really, really, really bad effects combining live action and, and animation. Um, just an absolute mess. Of course, you know, we talked about during that episode all the behind-the-scenes shit that went down. Ralph Bakshi... Uh, wanted something else. Kim Basinger wanted to show this movie to sick kids in the hospital. It was just a disaster. <laughs> cool World is awful. All right. Uh, so my uh, sorry, my number five. Um, and I know you, um, I guess, in, in, enjoyed it. Um, but for me, yeah, not so much. And that would be uh, the crappening. <laughs> I, you know what, man, like. I can only handle so much of it before I'm just like, you know what? They don't even know. Like, it's such, it's, it, it you ever watched a movie or, or a television show where they just keep pounding yourself, the same, what are they thinking? <laughs> and just pounding that joke in to the ground, the absolute ground, and they know what they're doing. This is the weirdest situation where they don't know that they're telling the same joke and they pound it into the ground. Sorry, I just did not did not care for the happening. All right, my number four, my number four least watchable movie this year was The Green Lantern. This uh, again, I feel like I'm on repeat here, but really bad CGI, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. especially for the budget this thing had, like insanely bad. Um, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively trying their best. Peter Sarsgaard is somehow the son of tim robbins (laughs) they look like they're the same age uh it's it's a it's there's a reason ryan reynolds makes fun of this in deadpool and kills ryan reynolds as deadpool yes (laughs) uh so uh my number four uh is uh was actually a pretty contentious pick at the for the uh, which i felt maybe would ended up a little higher on the list uh, but not so much, and it was The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Oh, only number four. Did, only number four. I did not care for this movie, um, but I felt that, um, <laughs> you know, of all the terrible things that were going on in it, the biggest sin of it was it was just so bland and boring in several parts. I mean, and tasteless as fuck. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. My number three might actually be a surprise um, to some people, um, but I'm actually going to say mine. And it's not because it's, you know, it's gross and it's, you know, it's effective or whatever. My number three is the dentist. Oh, really did not like the dentist. Um, I don't even know what to say about it. I just, I just didn't enjoy it. It was, it was. <laughs> uncomfortable to watch uncomfortable but not in the way that it was trying to be uncomfortable like it just i just didn't 
I didn't even like it as like a gross out horror. It was just kind of, oh, the bunch of awful people killing each other. Cool. Like, just wasn't into it. It was brutal. <laughs> the dentist. The dentist. Uh, well, uh, my number three um, would have to be the absolute wrong-minded cool world. Um, <clears throat> a lot of the movies that w- from this past year that were uh, nostalgic for me, um, I had a really good time watching. This one was, oh, it was pain from the beginning to the end. Uh, the visual effects, the um, acting or lack thereof from just about everybody going on in the flim. flim. Um, in the flim. The flim, yes, yeah. in the flim. Don't call it a film. It doesn't uh, deserve it. It does not. Uh, so, yeah, that's why Cool Cool World is my number three. All right. My number two. My number two. My second least favorite movie that we watched this year was Fantastic, <laughs> the Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> one of the worst movies, and not only that, but like one of the worst superhero movies I think I've ever seen. It's just, and and you said this earlier about another movie. It's just bland, boring. It's supposed to be gritty when it should just be fun and like a comic book movie. It do, it like takes every every guideline set out by Marvel Studios, but then has one guy going like, "Nah, we're gonna do the opposite." It's just it. <laughs> yes. There's not even anything to like point out as being like, "Haha, it's so it's so bad. It's funny. Like it's just it's just fucking boring." It's a it's a slog. And you, and how much is the buildup to them before they become the fucking superheroes? Like, like an hour? Yeah, it was it was a good, like, yeah, you were at least halfway through the movie uh, before they got their superpowers. And it was a total jip of the way Sue didn't even go with them to get her powers. She was just like, oh, happy accident, Sue, you got your powers. Yeah, if you're going to do it for the first 40 minutes and the movie's over two hours, fine. But that movie ended 10 minutes after they got their powers. So. Yeah, it was pretty dreadful. So, yeah. Uh, my number two um, was uh, one that you have mentioned earlier and uh, is there for good cause, and that would be Silent Hill. Oh, oh! it only made it to two. It only made it to two, oh, but it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a strong two. Okay. This was a, it was a really hard choice <laughs> between my number one and my number two, oh. uh, but uh, Silent Hill... Um, and for, you know what, some of the same reasons, uh, the number one's there as well. I'm so intrigued to hear what number one is. Okay. All right. My number one, I mean, I don't think this will be a shocker, but my number one worst and in my opinion, and I know we're a house divided now, but in my opinion, the worst film we've ever covered is the, for me, the haunting of Sharon Tate, the fucking worst, just like you said, bland boring and it's tasteless and it's not there's just no single redeeming factor of it and you know you might say like normally in a schlocky horror movie like oh it had some blood or had some gore but you i can't really enjoy it in a movie like this like it just there's there's this thing kind of hanging over it you know what i mean where it's like the the real people thing yeah like what you're doing (laughs) is horrendous daniel ferrans That's the worst movie ever. I'm really excited to hear what your number one is. Well, my number one worst movie that we covered in the past year is The Prodigy. Oh, shit. 
It is the number one worst movie that we covered this past year, in my opinion. Uh, and for this, a lot of the same reasons, again, it was real close between that and Silent Hill. Um, for a lot of the same reasons, there was all the buildup. It looked good. I was looking forward to seeing it. I made a special point to go see it uh with silent hill i went to see it on opening night and paid theater money in a crowded theater for that garbage but the prodigy gets it because not only is uh the entire movie built up to what it looks like it's going to be a really great payoff we don't get any comeuppance there is no payoff it is it leaves itself open it's so confident that there's that this story is going to go on to leave it open for a sequel in the worst garbage way possible and i had to leave my city to go see it and i made a point to leave my city to go see it on my birthday it ruined my birthday it ruined my birthday road trip that's why the prodigy from this past year is the worst movie that we covered for the podcast but still better than postal yes <laughs> well there you have it folks our top tens and our bottom tens well hey we want to thank all of you for coming out tonight to this crazy crazy award show we managed to we managed to rein it in there at the end and we and, did and get uh, something done there yeah hey uh, a couple of stories to tell uh, no no, 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 no get out of here no, get out of here no here. you no you no. leave all leave right, i'm well, gonna look you right in the eye line yeah. I'm gonna look right in your eye line say, say hi to your mother for me that's not your you're thing. not mark Wahlberg. Uh, Adrian. There you go. Okay, get out. Anyway. Um, so thanks everyone for joining us for these awards. Um and I know I don't thanks know if this for is for joining us for all the episodes. Yeah, thanks for joining <laughs> us for all these episodes. I mean, this is our fourth annual Manos handouts. Um does I mean does Montrose want to step in for a few moments and say something to the folks watching here? Yeah, or listening, whatever. Yeah, yeah. well yeah, I guess that's more accurate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. Hello. It's your good friend Montrose Mankington III here. Um, I, I will just take a brief moment to say please uh, find my YouTube channel, Montrose Mankington TV, uh, my Facebook group, Montrose Mankington III, Esquire and Friends, and also my Twitter, at uh, Montrose III, uh, that's number 3RD. I would also like to thank Brendan and Nathan uh, for letting me show shamelessly on their show uh, for not only this past year, but the years before that, um, as well uh, as putting up with my uh, monkey shines. <laughs> Coming soon? <laughs> um, Probably. Uh, Possibly. Uh, so, and then also, um, I, again, uh, th- thank everyone um, who, who has come to any of my uh, media uh, through uh, Brendan and Nathan uh, and their fantastic podcast. Uh, now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to talk to my fellow countryman, Ralphus. Yeah, it was a, that was a, the biggest revelation of the night, I think. Um, right? Okay, well, and I guess we should, uh, well, why don't we well, just Well, that the- and Milos and the Mother Superior. Yes, of course. That was, uh, <laughs> I mean, I didn't even see the sparks flying before that, but. Right? Well, you know, opposites attract. But um, we're going to, uh, I am going to drop a little hint for next week as well, since we are going back to the regular episodes next week. Um, yeah. And uh, we're going to be, uh, it would be my pick. But a Patreon pick is overtaking that once again. And actually, this is the start, Nathan, of our Isoploitation series. These, oh. This is our little uh, thing where we uh, gave everybody an extra pick since we're all just kind of hunkering down. And, you know, I thought at this point, because we took to, it took a while to get to these picks, that, you know, hopefully 
<laughs> hopefully this will seem dated but unfortunately it doesn't so <laughs> it still applies um yep. hadouken uh so uh yeah that's next week and uh, until then uh, you can find us on all the podcast apps anyone you want to use our home base is www.ttpodcast.podbean.com we are on Twitter and uh, Instagram at WWTT Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Just search for What Were They Thinking? We're on TeePublic, Redbubble. We're on Patreon.com slash WWTT Podcast. Find us. Locate us. You will uh, have a ball. So, uh, I mean, I guess the real question at the end of this whole thing is... Uh, what do you think? What do you think we should we should ask everyone here? Um, well, you know what? I've actually, I do have questions. Actually. Oh, you have a question. I have a okay. question for you, actually. Uh, oh, oh, for me. Okay. Um, okay. given that this is the fourth year we've done this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, the ceremony just gets more lavish and, and expensive every year. Mm-hmm. And we get higher and higher profile guests, um, presenting and accepting, but we don't bother to, Hire security to protect um, uh, uh, Gerard Butler, um, and Milos hooks up with uh, a nun, and Jai Courtney gets into a fight uh, with Amelia Clark. I, I just, I have to ask, n- no protection in place for any of that. What were we thinking? Just get out of the of your oh, closet there, oh, Gerard, and the, the, that the show's fella. over. The show's, we just ended it. No. I'm sorry. No. I'm presenting in the word, dumbass. Okay. Uh, cut the feed. Do I still get the palm frites? <laughs>